Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Disorganized Religion Podcast. My name is Matt Haran. I'll be your host today for the next 20 minutes. And I am joined, as always, well, not as always, because one of them wasn't here for a while. But I'm joined by my partners in crime, one of which is the return of the unlicentious licentiate. Deshaun Jones, I'm ministerial staff at Mount Olive AME. And I'm Eric Johnson. I'm on staff here at Heritage. Discipleship and online content. Excellent. So it's good to have the whole crowd together today again. Uh, Deshaun, I'm curious to know what you were out there doing that was any better than hanging out with us here in the Disorganized Religion Podcast. Well, while I have missed the DRP so very much, I was in Bryson City for a week with uh, the high school I graduated from. I helped out with their summer camp on staff. Um, I've been working. My work schedule got changed, so I wasn't able to podcast in our normal time. And I was at um, my denomination's general conference. Nice. You know, I have to confess something. I had not really thought about this yet until you just said it. Um, You said that you missed the DRP. How did I not think of our acronym? That's a pretty cool acronym. The DRP. I like it too. I like being on the DRP. The DRP. (laughs) <laughs> it's getting out of control here. This, this is too much good. Uh, so, no, so seriously though, I'd, so you were at General Conference. Yeah. Uh, you, I guess you were supposed to have it last year and you didn't. Correct. Right? Because of, you know. And uh, we haven't had ours in a while either. Uh, but you guys managed to sneak yours in. <laughs> so well done. Uh, what, what did you guys do? What was, uh, what was the news and weather from General Conference? Um, you know, the, the church is still going strong. Um, it was very interesting. We had some, you know, hot topics of debate, you know, about um, LGBTQI plus inclusivity, um, you know, women in ministry. Uh, but I think, you know, I think, it, I think it's coming together well. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, as you know, uh, to, quick aside to our, uh, both of our listeners, we, uh, you know, Deshaun is, uh, is a licentiate. Uh, meaning he is a licensed to preach, and he is in the candidacy process for ordination in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. Um, you know, I thought I would ask you. I- I've been I've been questioning a little bit my liturgical fashion choices lately. Um, you know, I-, I wear the robe and the stole uh, on Sunday mornings, our traditional service, um, and you know. I made that call when I first was, you know, commissioned back in 07. But, you know, I've been thinking about making a, a huge switch. I'm thinking about going with the alb instead. The alb. Yeah. It's really traditionally Methodist. I like it. It, it is. It is. It's, it's a, um, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind, it, it kind of has that monkish feel. Yeah. And I'm not really going for that <laughs> so much. But... I just feel like it's it's all it's all held together well. You got the the cincture rope thing around your waist that holds your stole in place. The what? The cincture. The rope. This uh, you guys are just. <laughs> it's a rope. It's a rope. And a dust ruffle. Remember what a dust ruffle is, right? Yeah. Just kidding. Not getting into that again. But yeah, so that you have the rope around your waist, which is called a cincture. <laughs> um, you can get the different color one to go with the liturgical season to match your stole. Um, and it kind of holds this one place. Like I've had several times when I'm like checking out our video from Sunday morning and I see that my stole has like migrated. So I have like, you know, it's like six inches longer on one end than the other. Uh, and supposed to be, you know, kind of have some symmetry there. Um, and you, you have the, you have the cincture with the album. It's going to, it's going to hold it all together for you. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about going that direction. Okay. 
I don't think you can switch teams like you know midway through your career. Like, is that a thing, really? When you became ordained, you you had to choose at that point whether you're going to be team Rogue nah. or team Alb, and I don't think. <laughs> That you can switch teams midway through, can you? I mean, isn't the robe like part of your pastoral identity? And like, <laughs> doesn't it say something? What, what does the robe versus the alb say about you as a as a pastor? It's uh, a good question. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I know I it's know that- I know it's an older tradition. Uh, the 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 robes that I wear are more like. Um, scholastic you know uh, kind of like academic regalia kind of kind of robes that right. they began wearing back like when pastors came from Oxford right. um, but you know before I, that they, they, they were all out all the time man I've even seen some pastors robes that have the the bars on the on the sleeve, the chevrons like the, yeah the doctoral yeah that well that's if, you, if that's if you're a doctor <laughs> 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 thanks for noticing that I'm not one <laughs> My dad wanted me to be a doctor, not that kind that we get sleeve, you get, uh, <laughs> you get the bands on your sleeve when you're a pastor. He wanted me to be able to fix some medical stuff. So if, but if you I, go out, okay. you, can you wear sandals? Like, is that a, can you <laughs> go like full monk? Do you get the, does it come with a hood? That, do you I the, believe, I believe the hood is a part of it. A you don't, you don't put the hood up, but hood, it's back there. There's a hood back there? Yeah. Cause I think that kind of, that kind of also helps to hold your stole in place. Like you put the hood up a little bit, put the stole on, then the hood goes back over the stole behind you. To, and so you have the you have the hood, you have the cincture, holding it all together, and my my, my stole wouldn't migrate. Um, also, so it's this like this isn't really a fashion choice. This is just a, a out of convenience, so that you don't have to mess with stuff anymore. Is that what I mean? Right. There is zero spiritual consideration of any kind <laughs> going into this. <laughs> it's one of those you know it'd be cool <laughs> kind of topics, but I I feel like. Uh, you know, oh, well, another thing that's been happening to me is I have because you know I wear my sh- my shirt and tie underneath the robe because you can see like you know two inches of my shirt and my tie. Uh, <laughs> the rest of it, who, who would even know what I'm wearing under there? I thought you just wore a dicky. You know, just wear a dicky. I did one time for a skit, but I usually <laughs> wear an actual shirt. But um, but yeah, I mean, with the with the alb, it buttons up all the way across your neck. You can wear t-shirt. <laughs> bathing suit, sandals, you're at the beach as soon as you're done. Uh, they don't see anything in there. So, I don't know, it's, it's tempting. I, I guess I could consult, you know, some actual theological like, issues re- related. Yeah. <laughs> like, why you choose one or the other? Um, I think I just chose the one that I've got because I was going through the Cokesbury store, <laughs> the, the Christian bookstore, and they had those. And I'm like, oh, there's robes for pastors. I guess I'll get one because I'm going to be one of those pretty soon. Um, so anyway, I don't, I don't know. So, so, so have you decided which way you're going to go on that? Um, well, it's in like in the world of being an AME, like nobody's wearing an alb. I know one preacher who wears an alb in my entire denomination. That's true. You guys have sharp stuff. Um, y'all, I, y'all look good. I think I at least want an alb. I think I do. You can't. I do. Like, why not? You can, you can just switch back and forth. Like you can have both of them. Well, you can't. You, you can't because you dropped out of seminary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those of us who pressed on to the bitter end, we get the reward of wearing this thing that you can't wear anywhere else and has no other function other than wearing it during one of your services. Not all of them, but one of them you can. So uh, yeah, so we're looking for a little variety in this, and, and it's four hundred degrees. 
four Florida, degrees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you want to, you know, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will tell you that uh, whatever's underneath the, the robe that you're wearing, if you were having to stand outside and greet people on the way out, it's soaked oh, in, yeah. in Florida. So, and they're and they're kind of like light material too. Like you wouldn't think it'd be that bad, but. Uh, Do you have summer version versus a winter version? No, I probably should. There probably should be different. Did that dry wick version like the moisture, <laughs> moisture wicking? <laughs> the moisture wicking. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's this is a that's this right. is a performance robe, <laughs> performance <laughs> album. I'm gonna cut that out because I think that might be a good idea. That's, yeah, we maybe want to roll with that. See if Nike or Under Armour can make one. And we get DRP put on there somewhere. <laughs> and. Uh, what was I forgot the lightning? What is the lightning word? Blixnab. Blixnab. Go Blixnab. Blixnab. <laughs> the DRP. <laughs> For those of you that missed that uh, first episode, uh, we discovered that the Swedish word for lightning is Blixnab, and we thought that was a pretty f- fantastic word. So, uh, all right. Well, so so thanks for the advice. I guess um, you know I, I do feel that AME clergy do have vestments that are way cooler than mine. So, yeah, you have choices available to you that I don't. I would go with your choices. But um, if, ever you, if ever you get the album and you want to come over and do some processing in our sanctuary, I'll be glad to. You know, we could be the albs. We could be the chips of albs side by side walking down there, sporting the, the, uh, the newest or, or, or the oldest liturgical fashions. So, well, yeah, those are, so those are uh, pastor problems that most people don't have, but uh, you know, thanks to you, both our listeners, for sticking through, sticking with us through that. Um, so I thought that we could uh, talk a little bit about uh, about the you know the controversial side of uh, of our our work here as uh, church employees, as as pastors, um, and. Uh, there, believe it or not, there are other controversies other than alb versus robe um, that the uh, the Methodist churches face, uh, both the AME and the UMC. Uh, one of them, I got to say, guys, that has kind of bothered me a lot, and so I'm pent up on this one. So maybe maybe I need to uh, take a deep breath. Uh-oh. Is the uh, the word <laughs> <laughs> the word evangelical? The word evangelical is a critically important word in the history of Christian discourse, right? I mean, <laughs> there are no Christians if there isn't evangelism. That's how we all got there, yeah. right? So, uh, but for, for whatever reason, well, I can, I can venture some reasons, the word evangelical has been hijacked. It's, it's been <laughs> made become something it's entirely not. So, Curious, having coming off of general conference, would you say that the AME would fit the category of uppercase evangelical? Mm. Um, uppercase evangelical? I'd say no, but lowercase e, definitely. Preach it, man. All right, so you got to back up and tell me what. Yeah, Matt. The, uh, yeah, he's the, 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 the uppercase and lowercase. Yeah, he's yeah, the English major. Well, <laughs> thank you for asking that grammar question. Aaron. <laughs> I'd be glad to expound on that for you with. Evangelical lowercase being an adjective that describes something, I would say that the AME and the UMC are both in existence because people were evangelical in them. Mm-hmm. We shared the good news, which is what evangelical means. It means good news. Uh, and when, um, 
when you <laughs> when you look at the way we use it now in our you know our political discourse when we just use it to describe a group of people and how they vote the uppercase e uh, you know you, you you use the word evangelical today in in most places it seems um, you know people are gonna make all these assumptions about you yeah. and want nothing to do with you <laughs> uh, you know so so I would say, yes, the lowercase evangelical is the adjective to describe a person who shares the gospel. Uppercase evangelical is this whole political wing of the Republican Party that has has become known for all kinds of things, very few of which are sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think yeah. we just park it Protestant and just leave it there. <laughs> would you say that would you say that Wesleyans are pro- are Protestants? We didn't actually we'd actually come from the Protestant Revolution. We, we were true. the only reason we're not Catholics is because Henry VIII couldn't get a divorce, and so you know we came from the Anglican Church, which was started because he wanted to get a divorce and the Pope wouldn't do it. So um, yeah, but I, I would say Wesley protested a lot of the rules and regulations of the the Catholic of the stuff, Anglican, Anglican Church. Church yeah. Oh, the Anglican Church. Yeah, and so oh, so so, so we're introducing a whole other category of Protestant. Against the Catholics versus the Protestant against the Anglicans. Yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting way to go. Okay, I can I can buy that. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, what do you guys What do you guys feel or think when you hear the word evangelical used today? Well, I mean, working at a church, it, it doesn't have the same <clears throat> edge to it that I think um, you know just somebody watching the news mm. um, you know would would hear that word and think. Um, you know what they've heard about that voting block of of folks. Um, so for me, it doesn't have quite quite that edge to it. Um, so and, and like you said, part of being a Christian is being evangelical, sharing that. Good, I mean, that's what we're called to do: make disciples. Um, and, and part of the Methodist history that that I think we've lost is some of that that campfire, uh, going out to the coal mines and preaching. I mean, that's, that's what got Wesley in trouble in the first place. One of jails. You know, mm-hmm. he, he went out and preached to the people where they were. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was one of the main things the, the hierarchy of the Anglican Church didn't like, you know, so. Um, yeah, like today, I mean, I mean today, so, so you have evangelical lowercase e adjective. Evangelical uppercase E is a noun. It's like a, are you an evangelical? <laughs> Not are you evangelical? Are you an evangelical? Meaning, and, and you, I mean, you could probably list out the the politics of an uppercase evangelical. Yeah. They're going to be uh, pro life. They're going to be uh, opposed to gun control. They're going to be opposed to Ill- illegal immigration and, and want to close the borders. They're going to and whatever you feel about those things, that's that's fine. But to hijack this critically important word that has I mean, that is central to the Christian faith and use that as a label for a political wing, for a wing of a political party, that, this, I, 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 people, I mean, I play people that I know that are, that would vote that way, that are good people, and I have, I have no problem with them. Uh, I vote a lot of the same ways that an evangelical uppercase E noun would do as well, but the word, the word is too important to the Christian faith to let it be used like that. But we've, we've, I don't know how to get it back now. Yeah, and, and how do you how do you even preach a sermon on that topic about 
evangelism and sharing the good news. I mean, you can't use the E word when you're talking about when you're when you're, when you're asking people to share the good news or to invite people. To, right. I mean, you, you have to dance around that word. Um, yeah, invite someone. Invite. We're going to be inviting. Be hospitable. Be hospitable. Go out and talk to someone. Right. Share your story. Right? Yeah. Go all, do evangelism. <laughs> what? No. Right. Anything and with that? I think even before it was hijacked as a political term, it had it was starting to get a bad connotation because it was associated with the guy on the street with the bullhorn and the mm, and right. the leaflets yeah. and the. Um, I remember on my college campus there was a guy that would come like once a week and he would he would stand on the on his little soapbox literally a soapbox <laughs> with a bullhorn and he would you know yell at students as they were walking by. It's a very Jonathan Edwards thing. Yeah, to do. we had we had that guy too. Right, <laughs> sinners in the hands of an angry god. You are you are a spider over yeah, uh, the chasm the guy, the hanging guy, onto your spider web. By the your guy with the claws. John three sixteen sign right. at the football game. You know, where's that guy been? You know, yeah. And, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure how that guy votes. <laughs> um, he had cool rainbow wigs and uh, yeah, the 316 shirt. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know what the, what the remedy is for it. I, it makes me angry um, because I mean, like I said, like the one of the first expressions that the early church used to talk about Jesus and his his yoke of teachings was the good news, right? Like they, um, uh, and so like, that's what evangelical or the, that's what the evangel is. It's, it's good news. And, um, for, uh, for us to have lost that word really bugs me. Um, I'm sure I'll get over it eventually, but it bugs me. And, and I have no idea how to get it back. I don't, I've been trying to think about like words over the years that meant one thing and then were, were claimed by the culture mm. and you couldn't use it anymore. Um, and some of them, I mean, like the word idiot, an idiot was a medical diagnosis 150 oh, years yeah. ago. <laughs> you know, you would probably go to some kind of a psychiatric institution, right? I mean, they would come out of the room and go to the idiot. family, sorry, he's an idiot. <laughs> and, and, that, and that was like the <laughs> doctor coming out saying, you know. And like, we joke about that now. Everyone's right. an idiot. Uh. <laughs> Even now that you say that. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, words do get hijacked. Um, I mean, have you have you noticed on uh, on um, Sports Center they don't say the disabled list anymore. You're on injured reserve, injured list. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah. even yeah, yeah. even words that like weren't even derogatory, right? Mm. Uh, we uh, we don't use the word handicapped anymore. It's we have special needs parking. Mm. <laughs> you know. And eventually, how long until the special needs phrase is hijacked by to mean something about yeah. to change it again? So. I mean, language is always a moving target, it seems, um, and it never really bothered me before now. I guess now, now that I've lost a word that's important to me. <laughs> now that's uh, happened to you. Right, right, right. happens to you, you, you idiots over there. I don't really care about you guys. <laughs> but now that I'm the idiot. It's, it's my stuff, right? <laughs> oh, God, idiot. That's the important thing. All right, yeah. so you asked Deshaun if the AME church was evangelical. I would be interested to hear what you think. Is the is the United Methodist Church evangelical? Oh gosh, that's another whole other podcast. Uh, I can give a quick summary. I, I would say that currently the United Methodist Church is splitting over that very thing. Uh, the capital E evangelicals 
are about to leave the United Methodist Church. Um, and so right now we have evangelicals, uppercase E, who would vote that way. Uh, we have lowercase E evangelicals. Uh, I tell people about Jesus. I invite people to come and hear about Jesus. I, you know, I, I love people to Christ. It's been a privilege of mine to be there when a person gives their life to Jesus Christ. Uh, so I've done evangelism and rejoice in the, in the gift of being a part of it. Uh, so, and I know other Methodists have done the same. Uh, every year people come to Christ in the Methodist Church. So, you know, I, uh, I, we have both. Uh, and we have, you know, um, I mean, there's a deep division in the, in the Methodist Church that is going to, I hope sift itself out, you know, once this split happens. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, hard, again, that's a whole other po- podcast topic, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but um, but yeah, or, we're both. Or has we're, the we're United Methodist Church lost its lowercase evangelical mission because we're spending so much time arguing with the capital E evangelicals? Ooh, that's a question. You know? I would say yes. So, so much of our time and energy has been oh, gosh. converted to that. that Sometimes yeah. I, you know, the, the importance, the important stuff is getting left behind. So, yeah. Whenever I've sent an email out, like you can see on, um, we use this program called Mailchimp to send emails out to the congregation. Um, a couple times, I've sent emails out about the tr- split in the Methodist Church, the same-sex marriage issue, whatever. Those get opened like 80 percent of the time. <laughs> the rest of our emails, 25 percent of the time, right? Like for whatever reason, that's. It is. It's a consuming thing that that uh, you just can't seem to get away from. That, which is, and for a long time, I was I was opposed to the split, and I was opposed to any kind of schism. Um, but uh, I'm I'm ready to do it and get, sift it get out and get it, yeah. yeah, dig it and get it over with. And I think in in the, in the end, there'll be some some challenges to figure out the logistics of this and that. I think it'll hurt. I think it'll. You'd be in the news for all the wrong reasons for a while, but um, you know, it's you know it's in the places in the world where the Christ, where Christianity is difficult, where it grows the fastest. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so who knows? I mean, maybe this is going to be the thing that kicks us in the behind a little bit and and wakes us up and gets us going on the things that really matter. If we t- if, hopefully the Lord takes us away from us, right? We can't argue about this anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. The people are arguing with you; they're all gone now. So stop arguing about it and do something worthwhile. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so maybe that'll be the thing that sort of sparks some renewed lowercase evangelism <laughs> for the Methodist Church, for the, the United Methodist Church. Good question, though. Yeah, it's something to think about. Um, well, uh, I, I feel like we've, we've come up with like a few different uh, future podcast topics. The the whole United Methodist Church thing, the whole controversy of Alb versus, versus Robe, as well as are you even allowed to switch once you've chosen one? Uh, <laughs> Deep talkings that we talked about here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I gotta, th- I gotta think about that. Some w- would, would robe wearers feel betrayed if they saw me on a live stream wearing the album? <laughs> that you switched. used that I switched. Yeah, would, and would they say, well, "Why is the robe not good enough for Matt anymore? Why? why what's, what's wrong?" With it? <laughs> yeah, I could really undermine. Yeah, I guess, like, that's really something I really think about. Hmm. I'll think. I'll spend thinking, time thinking about that. In, in place of spreading the good news and doing evangelism, which would, which would be kind of right. <laughs> Friends, thanks so much for hanging out with us on the Disorganized Religion Podcast. My name is Matt. That's Deshaun and Eric. We're glad that you hang out with us, hung out with us today. Look forward to hanging out with you next time. Take care. God bless. See you later. See you. See you.